Hello and welcome to the Embodied Life Coaching Podcast with me, Louise Lewis. I am a mindset and body-based life coach specializing in helping people understand and resolve the deep-seated patterns that hold them back from having a life that looks and feels extraordinary. Through a series of solo episodes and conversations with guest experts, I will explore how incorporating bodywork whether that be somatic-based exercises, biology and cellular health, or nervous system healing, is an essential addition to your personal development work. If you are familiar with therapy, coaching, or counselling, and feel like there's been a missing piece of the puzzle, keep listening, because this bodywork piece may be it. I can't wait to share these life-changing materials with you. It's time to live a full life from a place where you are deeply connected to your mind, body, and soul. Get ready. Hello, I'm so excited to have you here. I wanted to start off by recording a few episodes to to really set the scene of what is embodied life coaching who am I why am I doing this work and what are the foundations that it will be useful for you to know particularly as you go through and listen to some of the guest episodes um that I've got so I am Louise Lewis and I am a, a life coach. I predominantly work with high performers who have created these very successful lives on the surface, but underneath recognize that they've got some patterns that aren't necessarily um, helping them in their lives. So, you know, maybe they experience some perfectionist traits. They find it very difficult to switch off. There's lots of people pleasing going on. Um, kind of like slightly compulsive behavior so maybe slightly addicted to work um, maybe that like they do an awful lot of exercise they're very regimented with their food so there's lots of stuff going on in order for them to, to manage themselves and we work together to help them to understand where some of those patterns have come from and then also to unwind those patterns but not just at a mindset level, at a kind of a body and a nervous system level as well, which is where the embodied part comes in. Um, so that is what I do. And, and who am I? So around about four years ago, so I'm recording this, um, oh, 1st of December, 2022. So about four and a half years ago, I was working in London, so I'm from the UK, in, in law. So I was a tax litigation solicitor. And I did that for about 10 years. And at the point when I left, I was running um, a team of lawyers doing VAT litigation, um, which essentially was helping very large corporations with um, VAT challenges that they had with our tax authorities over here, HMRC. Um, and whilst I was very good at it, I didn't particularly enjoy it and I reached a point in about May of 2018 when I realised that the only part of my job I actually enjoyed was supporting and managing and leading people. So I'd made this decision at that point 
to to start to consider a move away to do something that was more people focused and my sister suggested coaching which I'd never heard of um and I looked into coaching and in true Louise style was sort of there messaging in the office that afternoon um a company to say please can I come and be a coach for you you know when you get to that point in work when it's like I can't be here anymore I was there um and I spoke to a lovely lovely lady who actually when I became a coach was my coach supervisor for three years um and she said no you need to get some qualifications and, and do some other stuff but it started this trajectory of me moving away from law and really focusing on my passion of helping and supporting people but how did I get from tax lawyer to someone who helps people with their deep-seated early stuff right because when I say about the patterns I help people with I start from a place of what happened when you were very little that set the wheels in motion for these patterns to be in place now for you as an adult what's the stuff there that is unresolved that needs looking at um and I would call it childhood trauma or development trauma a lot of people don't like that word trauma I'm sure we'll do an episode on what is trauma in my world um but that is not the conversation for today um but how did I end up there right and so what I want to do is just share a little bit of my story and the transition and how I got from lawyer to trauma informed life coach doing a podcast or a YouTube channel depending on where you're watching this called embodied life coaching so when I was signed off work with stress, I had access to the company employee assistance scheme. And that gave me six sessions with therapists. So I went to see a, a local psychotherapist. And whilst I was there very much like, I just want you to help me decide if I want to be a lawyer anymore. Like, am I done with law? Is it my time to stop? I need to backtrack a moment. My stress levels got to the point where I couldn't work and I pushed myself and I kept pushing myself and I refused to accept that I wasn't okay and in the September of 2018 I took a month off work I took all of my annual leaving or go because I was still at that like I'm not going to tell people that I'm not okay I think it was pretty obvious I wasn't okay and um, I wasn't sleeping I would wake up early in the morning I was in tears every day I was getting a lot of physical symptoms. I was getting tingling through my legs. I, I had blood tests to check that I didn't have um, multiple sclerosis. I was getting these rashes on my face and my neck. Like there was so much going on. Like my body was giving me some very strong signals that it needed to stop. And I ignored them all. It got to September 2018 and I took a month off work. And during that month, among other things, first of all, I accepted that I wasn't okay. And I hadn't had a period for two years and I'd had lots of tests and there was nothing physiologically wrong with me. And the gynecologist had said, I think it's your stress level. And I'd made this offhand flippant comment to my husband Nat at the start of the four weeks off and said, if I get a period in the next four weeks, it's a real sign that I need to not go back to work. And I did. And it was a real wake up call of the life I am living is not conducive to my health or my well-being in any way um 
and that was a little bit of a wake-up call for me like I as, as you will hear as we go through these podcast episodes I've spent a lot of my life in denial <laughs> of of how bad it was of how I really felt um of my experiences and that was a little bit of a wake-up call of okay like like the way I'm living my life is actually really negatively impacting my health and I made this promise to myself um I called the employee assistance scheme. I went to the doctors and I was signed off from work to begin with for six weeks. And I made my prom- I promise to myself at that point, really actually led from a place of deep shame that I'd got myself into such a state and real perfectionism of like, well, I'm never going to feel this bad again. Like, let's do everything I need to do to fix this problem. Um, so that that was the background. And then, so I went to see the psychotherapist and it was all, I was all like, well, all I really want to do is help help me make a decision from a position of strength of whether or not I'm done with law or do I go back to law and she kept bringing it back to family and I didn't really want to talk about family I wanted to talk about whether or not I wanted to be a lawyer anymore um but there were various bits of conversation that came up and um and one day she just bluntly said she was like these aren't healthy family dynamics so I kind of had this first inkling around then that of like, oh, there might be some other stuff for me to look at. But I was so focused on like, well, what do I do with work? And what do I do about making money in the future? And what am I going to do with all of this stuff? That, that kind of, it was put on the back burner a little bit. So fast forward, I decide I'm not going to go back to law. I start working as a coach. I start a um, year-long transformational diploma in um, coaching. Um and when you do a coaching qualification you also have to like a big part of it is to look at your own stuff so I also had to look at my own stuff so I could see again like there was quite a lot of quite the old stuff that I was grappling with um and I wanted none of it I remember in my notes for for the diploma the first part of it writing in about I definitely only want to be a career coach um I would never want to be a life coach like people's emotions are too difficult like I just don't want to deal with it and I think that was really indicative of the time of where I was at that time um which was not wanting to look at my stuff and my emotions so fast forward to about April of 2019 and I start working with my first life coach and I remember one week bringing the bringing the topic of conversation of my family and like some of the pain around that and feeling like, you know, having grown up in an environment where I didn't feel particularly loved, I didn't feel approved of, I always felt like I had to, to prove my worth. And even as hard as I tried, it was never quite good enough. Um, and I remember maybe, I think I saw this, to begin with, I think I saw her about once a month and I sort of went the next month I got more family stuff to talk about and I was so annoyed and I was like I talked about family stuff last time and she was like right so she was like so what's like what's your expectation I was like well you know I talk about it it's dealt with and it's done <laughs> oh that's funny that was three and a half years ago and I'm still doing it um but it was you know it, it was a real wake-up call to me of oh like actually this is something that I'm going to be working on for a long time and it's something that I'm really going to have to look at. So over the course of 2019 and 2020, I did an awful lot of unraveling and understanding and making sense of my past, the impact that it had on me, how it impacts me now, some of the plans that I had. Um, and I would say the sessions were probably 
like a third, a third, a third focused on my childhood, my marriage now, because we take all of our stuff with us. Um, you know, and I took a lot of my the patterns that I learned into my marriage, most of which weren't particularly helpful or healthy um, to be functioning within a marriage. So there was a lot for me to work through there. And um, those of you who are super critical and not very nice to your other half, I've been there. <laughs> um, so there was a lot of that to work through. And then there was probably also a third of working through the work that I wanted to do in the world. So being a coach and everything that being a new coach brings up and any new coach who listen to this will know. Like it's a real like, you start your business with all of this lovely vision of how easy it's going to be and how people are going to come to you because you want to help them and it's going to be great. And then the reality of that is often somewhat different. So all of that happened. And then obviously we had the pandemic and we were all away from our families for a really long period of time. So I hadn't seen my family for about seven months. And in the September of 2020, my parents came to visit. And I'm not going to go into details on here, but I'm just going to say it was a bad weekend. <laughs> it was a bad weekend that really opened my eyes to what my entire life had been. It was like I was seeing it clearly for the first time. And I've never been so hurt. And after that weekend, I was fully blamed for everything that happened. There was no like, there was no responsibility taken by anybody else. It was all, it was all put on me. And there was again a lot of work, a lot more work, a lot more healing, a lot more stuff that came out of that. And it got to the start of 2021. And I thought, I get this all now. Like I get it all at a cognitive level. I've done this work. I actually understand what's going on. I understand the experiences that I had. I understand the patterns that I've got. I've got some tools to manage all of that. And yet, I was still having very, very frequent, very, very vivid, very, very angry dreams, which were very family related. And I was still really struggling with the visceral reaction that I had around, among other things, my family. So I was like, I just... I just got to this point where I was like, I know I need something else. Like, I've done so much work on this now, but I'm still not feeling the way I want to. And I really believed that I should be feeling better. Like, it was like, this can't be it. You know, I remember the first therapist I ever saw, which was way before this, maybe 2011-ish, and getting to the end of the, the six sessions there, through work again. And been like, but now what? And he was like, well, now you've got this greater awareness, so you'll make different decisions. And it's like, oh, yeah, but also, no, because like my body is still reacting in the same way. And that is when I came across an angel in a business mastermind that I was in. And she had put some stuff in about how she could help clients. And in true form, to my denial, I wasn't kidding, I read through all of the work that she does and the, the things she can help people with. And I was like, oh, that would be really good for Nat, husband. Um, and so I, I think, I, I don't know if I sent it to him or not. I, I don't remember. But I then ended up having this conversation with her and she and to do peer coaching because we were in the mastermind together. So people that don't know, peer coaching is just when you coach somebody else that you're in a group with. It's not like a formal coaching relationship. 
And when I said what I wanted to talk about, she said, I don't think it's not peer coaching. Like if this is work that you want to do together, this is like the trauma healing work. Still a little bit in denial at this point about whether I'd had any trauma. So we started working together and she used a lot of body-based tools. So she's trained in something called somatic experiencing, which is Peter Levine's um, modality, which is something that I use a lot of now. And going into my body, and I hadn't realized how disconnected I was from my body. So disconnected from my body. Learning to go into my body to make contact with some of the stuff that I pushed down for a really long time and to work with those deep, deep patterns, not just at the intellectual, let's understand them level, but at the level of the, the pattern to actually resolve and move and go through and feel but feel to heal. You have to feel it to heal it. There's a few rhymes. Um, it was like the missing piece of the puzzle. It was absolutely the missing piece of the puzzle for me. And, and I was hooked. And it made me question all of the work that I've done so far with my clients. I was like, mm, they've not been getting what they need. Like, they, you know, it's beneficial to a point. But I believe again, one for another episode, that most of us have some form of trauma. Most of us have had things happen to us in our lives that were overwhelming at the time, right? And, and I knew I needed another tool in my tool belt. And so I did a 10-month certification called Embodied Healing Systems with the School of Embodied Healing Systems, um, which was run by, well, is run by Shyla Cash, who was also and is also my trauma coach. And that really helped me learn all about trauma, helped me learn about the nervous system, it helped me learn about the body, it helped me learn about what happens in our bodies when we have these experiences that are unsettling or a little bit much. And it made me appreciate why just talking through stuff just isn't enough. Right? We need to bring our bodies in as well. Because if you think about a really simple example, someone that you are maybe a little bit scared of or who rubs you up the wrong way or who, quite frankly, terrifies you or a difficult boss, like that kind of thing. If you think about your reaction, if you see their name on your phone calling you or you see an email from them, it's not just up here. It's not just up here that you react because you also experience the shallow breathing, the tightness of the chest, the racing heart, right? And you can manage your mind. You can be like, oh, it's an email from him. It's not going to kill me. I am safe. I am safe. But if your body is like, whoa, we are not safe. Run, run. This is not okay. Just trying to manage your thoughts around it is not sufficient. And what I wanted to do and what I, what I learned was possible was if we go into this stuff, at the level of the pattern in the body, we can actually get to a place where the email comes in and our body doesn't react. So it's no longer about management of what's there. It's about resolution and healing and proper deep healing at the cellular level. And what I have experienced in the last two years since doing this work is it's like my entire body and belief system and everything about me has completely reorganized itself like I am not 
the same person that I was two years ago. And as you will hear from some of the guest interviews, particularly the one with Emily, one of the great things about doing this body work is that it's so efficient. You know, you can spend years in therapy talking through stuff, or you can just get straight into the pattern in the body, but learn to be with it. And there's a real process with that as well. And um, learn to be with it, move through it, go through the process that the body wants to go through, and then it's dealt with. Um, and so that, for me, is a not very short way of talking through why I now do the work that I do, because I recognise that we've all got these patterns, we all have these experiences, we all have this stuff that's really deep down, and just trying to set goals or working on it from up here isn't going to deal with that deep down stuff. And so whatever you do next, you change jobs, you try and grow your business, like whatever it is, you have a family, you're taking all of those deep patterns with you if you don't resolve them. And I didn't want to offer surface level results to my clients. I wanted deep, profound transformation, change and healing for my clients. And for me, I deeply, deeply believe from my own experience, but also from working with so many other people now, that the only way that we create proper lasting change that feels good is to use a combination of mindset work, understanding, chatting through, but also going into the body, learning how to resolve the trauma, learning to recognize where our nervous system states are and what we can do with that learning to expand our window of tolerance, which is like the, the number of events and things that we can have happen to us and we still stay regulated. And you might think of that as like resilience, you know, so what what have I got the resilience for before I fall over? <laughs> before I fall over. Um, and so that really is, is what I want to say today and it's what I wanted to share so it's a little bit more about my story but also hopefully that explains why I do the work that I do in the way that I do it um so I will leave it there and I look forward to speaking to you again soon what I will say is if there are any questions or things that you would like me to cover or stuff that's come up from from listening to this episode today drop me a message. There will be links in the show notes that will let you know how to get in touch with me. I'm really interested also to hear what your takeaways are, what was resonating, um, how did you find it? Because whilst I've got a really clear idea of what I want to share on here, I also want to make it relevant to you and what you're going through right now and what you're grappling with and what you would, what you would like to hear more of. So get in touch, let me know, and I will see you or speak to you, depending on how you're engaging with this, soon. Take care.